Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gear, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment celebrity news on Taylor Swift, Steve Harvey, Idris Elba, Grace Jones, Beth Chapman, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their links, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 84 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you once again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And uh, this week... Um First of all, how is everyone doing? It's Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow is Independent Day, so I'm pretty sure everyone, well, some of us have some uh, plans to celebrate uh, America's birthday, probably some cookouts and barbecues and uh, just to see the fireworks. So uh, how is everyone doing? Um, this week in entertainment, we're going to be talking about Taylor Swift. Apparently, she, uh, her attorney, has fired back at claims suggesting that her former record label boss had gave her the chance to buy back all her master recordings, but he insists that the deal was never on the table. I'll tell you more about it. Uh, also, 
entertainment mogul Steve Harvey, he just made a move that would change the lives of college students. I could give you the details. And Idris Elba finally came forward why the reason why he would not play James Bond. Also, Grace Jones has allegedly stormed off the set, speaking of James Bond, of the new Bond movie, Bond 25. I'll give you the reason of what had happened. And we just lost reality TV star Beth Chapman. Uh, she had uh, lost her battle with cancer at the young age of 51. I'll tell you the latest. And legendary singer, performer, and entertainer Diana Ross is um, is reeling about uh, after the fact that she had lost all the footage from her elaborate 75th birthday. So without further ado, let's get started. Um, Taylor Swift apparently has um, claimed, well, her lawyer has claimed, that uh, her record label boss had gave her a chance to buy back all her master recordings, insisting that the deal was never on the table. Now, Swift attacked a big machine label group founder, Scott Brachetta, over the weekend after he sold the company, including her legacy, to Justin Bieber manager Scooter Braun without giving her the chance to snap the recordings up. Brachetta responded by insisting that Taylor was mistaken, and he has given her every opportunity to buy the masters before she left the label, but her attorney, Don Passman, insists that's not the case. In a statement released to the media on Tuesday, July 2nd, he wrote that Scott Pachetta never gave Taylor Swift an opportunity to purchase her masters or the label outright with a check in the way that he is not apparently doing for others. Now, Swift is unhappy with Braun's takeover, and she took the Tumblr, Tumblr over the weekend to call his purchase of her master her worst-case scenario, adding that she had suffered incessant manipulative bullying at, her, at his hand. Now, Taylor also explained for years that she asked, she pleaded for a chance to own her work. Instead, she was given an opportunity to sign back up to Big Machine Records and earn one album back at a time, one for every new one she turned in. Borchetta dismissed with assertion, stating 100% of all Taylor Swift's assets were to be transferred to her immediately upon signing the, uh, the new agreement. Now, they were uh, working together on a new type of deal for a new streaming world that was not necessarily tied to albums, but more of a length of time. Now, Taylor had every chance in the world to own it, but uh, apparently even own her videos, her photograph, everything associated to her career, but she choose, she chose to leave. Now, Swift left BMLG, her label home, for well over a decade for a global deal with Universal Music Group in November of 2018. The masters for her first six albums uh, are now owned by Bronze Ithaca Holdings. And Ed Sheeran is refusing to uh, publicly weigh in on his uh, pile, Taylor Swift's new feud with the music mogul Scooter Braun, insisting he is speaking privately with the singer. Now, as Taylor's friends and peers take side in the headline-grabbing dispute over the sale of her master recording, Sharon is choosing to stay out of the spat. 
fans have asked the perfect singer which side he is on after Swift called out Braun as a bully following his purchase of her former record label, Big Machine, and one devotee took to social media to inquire why Sharon hasn't released a statement supporting his friend, joining Katy Perry and Brendan Urie among her famous supporters. Now, Ed, who recently worked with Braun's top client, Justin Bieber, on a new song, has responded to the curious fans, revealing he is keeping his support private. Meanwhile, singer Sia has sided with Braun amid his feud with Swift, calling him a, quote, good, kind man. And entertainment mogul Steve Harvey had just made a move that will change the lives of college students. The Family Feud host will provide full tuition for eight incoming Kent State University freshmen. The scholarship will provide funding of about 23000 each and will include the cost of room, board, and tuition. Now, where was Steve Harvey when I went to school? Now, the students who have already been selected are from Ohio and Maryland, and in order to continue to receive funding, the scholars from both Ohio and Maryland would have to maintain a 2.5 grade point average each semester. The the gesture is personally connected to Harvey, who is a graduate from Kent State University himself. Now, the awards were gifted in honor of Kent State student Devin Moore, who died in 2017 during a basketball game in Kent, Ohio School. And Idris Elba said he wouldn't mind playing James Bond if his talent was more of a focus than his race. The UK-bred actor recently opened up about the controversy around him being the next 007 and said it bothered him that he wouldn't be considered for the role because he's black. And this is what he told Vanity Fair. He said, quote, you just get disheartened when you get people from a general point of view going, it can't be. And it really turns out to be the color of my skin. And then if I get it and it didn't work or it did work, would it be because of the color of my skin? That's a difficult position to put myself into when I don't need to, unquote. His race being an issue stripped the excitement of playing the role away from Elba, but he said he would have been honored to be the next Bond. Back in 2014, the 46-year-old told NPR he didn't want to be called the Black James Bond if he was to get the role. Naysayers had a lot to say when it was first speculated that Elba would be the next James Bond. James Bond author Anthony Harwood said that Elba was too street for the role, while previous Bond character Sir Roger Moore said Elba, quote, wasn't English enough to play the role despite him being English. Now, for all my UK listeners, because I have a lot of UK listeners out here, what does that mean, that he was too street for the role? You know, if if the director or the writer had said, okay, we want... Idris to be more um, the stereotypical or stereotype Englishman with the uh, British-type suits and the drinking tea with his pinky up in the air. You know, just all the stereotype images of what a Brit is. Then that would been the role he would play. Now, if he wanted to be, if they would write it where he was a little more street, where he... Um, it wasn't a traditional Brit, then that's what they would have written it as. But it, it just sounds kind of racist to me. Now, Sir Roger Moore, may he rest in peace, said that he, uh, Elba wasn't English enough. 
Um, what does that mean? Because he didn't have an English accent. What does that mean? So for all my UK listeners out there, give me a call. Tell me what are they talking about when they say that he wasn't he was uh, too street to play the role or too wasn't English enough. The call in number is uh, three four seven six three seven two six five six and press the number one. Again, that's three four seven six three seven two six five six and press the number. Tell me what you think. Do you happen to agree with what they were saying, or do you think it's uh, something related where it comes across being racist? Um, Grace Jones has allegedly stormed off the set. Speaking of James Bond, she just stormed off the set of the new Bond 25 after learning she'd only been given a tiny cameo in the new 007 movie. The 71-year-old actress who starred as the villainous May Day in 1985 Bond film A View to Kill was reportedly set to make an appearance in the latest installment of the franchise. But according to Britain, the Sun newspaper, the multi-talented star walked away from the role after finding out just how few lines she's been given. And while they were apparently more than a little annoyed about Grace Stubb, movie bosses were also said to be angry after they had arranged her a luxury residence to stay in near Pinewood Studio in Buckinghamshire while shooting her scene. It has been rumored that Grace Cameo would see her acting opposite Daniel Craig, suave spy role, Carrie Fukunaga of Fukunaga, I'm sorry, uh, well, I guess who has uh, written the movie, Bond 25, has suffered numerous setbacks. I guess he's the director. Uh, he has suffered numerous setbacks since it started filming early this year, as well as uh, Daniel Craig's ankle injury leading to the shoot being delayed. A man was arrested after setting up a hidden camera in a woman's bathroom on a, on the set while a controlled explosion on set went uh, awry last month, causing a minor injury to one crew member and damaging part of the 007 stage. In reality, TV star Beth Chapman had lost her battle with cancer. She was only 51 years old. Chapman passed away on Wednesday, June 26th at a Honolulu, Hawaii hospital less than a week after she was placed in a medical-induced coma. Her husband, Dwayne Chapman, a.k.a. Dog the Bounty Hunter, has confirmed the sad news via Twitter. She announced she had been diagnosed with stage 2 throat cancer in September of 2017 but beat the disease. The cancer returned late Late, uh, late last year and spread to her lungs. Beth often assisted her husband as he brought fugitives to justice on the hit Bounty Hunter show. The couple who wed in 2006 was filming a new show, Dog Most Wanted, when she fell ill. May she rest in peace. Legendary singer, performer, and entertainer Diana Ross is reeling after the footage from her elaborate 75th birthday was lost. The festivities, which featured the likes of P. Diddy, Stevie Wonder, and Beyonce, took place in L.A. back in March. During a recent Q&A after her concert at the Borgata Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey, Ross told the crowd that she lost all the video footage from her star-studded birthday party. All of the special moments were captured on video. But somehow, between all the fun, concert, and traveling, the valuable footage was lost. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Um, the news is unfortunate, but the memories will live on in the hearts and minds of all the lucky guests who were present for the magic that night. I'm pretty sure that the it, it's somewhere. Um, hopefully somebody will come forth and bring Miss Ross the video footage because, you know, back in November when she performed at the Macy's Day uh, Thanksgiving Parade here in New York, she had did some interviews leading up to her birthday saying, you know, she's talking about this her birthday party, talking about her birthday's coming up. She's going to be 75 years young. She couldn't wait for it to happen. And then when it happened, all the filming and the 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 all the partying is gone. So maybe someone will be nice and kind enough and honest enough to uh, bring that tape to Miss Ross. Right now we have 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every Wednesday afternoon I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you are a registered listener here on BTR, click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. And if you're not a registered listener here on BTR, sign up. It's free. All you have to do is sign in, and uh, not only you get to listen to my show here on the network, but other shows as well from every genre, from sports, business, politics, you name it. So, again, if you're not a registered listener here on BTR, sign up. It's free. Drea Kelly is refusing to hold her tongue when it comes to her estranged ex-husband and battle singer R. Kelly. New documents obtained by TMZ show that the R&B singer recently used his legal team to file a motion against her claiming that she violated a prior marital settlement agreement that the two signed back in 2009. Now, Kelly said Drea had uh, continuously violated their arrangement and wants a judge to put a stop to it, but Drea isn't going down without a fight. Now, after breaking her silence regarding the years of abuse and mistreatment she endured in her marriage, especially in light of Kelly's numerous sexual misconduct and abuse allegations, Dre has also fought a lengthy legal battle to get R. Kelly to pay up and back child support for the former couple's three children. Now, according to R. Kelly lawyer, Drea agreed to refrain from publicly discussing anything when it came to their marriage, and their arrangement went both ways. The ex-couple agreed they would never reveal any accounts of their private lives, business activities, relationship with each other, marriage, or circumstance surrounding the disillusion. Now, Kelly's legal team points to a recent TMZ video where she suggested Kelly should get a job at Del Taco to help with the back child support and her stunt on WeTV's Growing Up Hip Hop as a direct violation of that agreement. Now, Drea's lawyer, Allison Moda, said in a statement to TMZ that, quote, he can no longer control her with physical abuse, so he's resorted to methods of control and punishment that can be afflictive from afar. And actress Zoe Kravitz, congratulations to her. She wed Carl Glussman over the weekend. The nuptials took place in Paris at her father's, Lenny Kravitz Estate. Lenny's dreamy estate is a three-story, eight-bedroom mansion with a luxurious side and back garden. The rock star had owned the property for 13 years now, and the location had a strict shoe-off policy, meaning you had to wear, you had to attend the festivities barefooted. 
Now, the guest list was a star-studded with the 30-year-old famous parents, Lisa Bonet, and her stepdad, Aquaman frontman, Jason Momoa, and Summer Crowder's Big Little Lies co-star were also in attendance, including Laura Dern, Shailene Woodley, and Reese Witherspoon, and show director Sam Taylor-Johnson and her actor-husband, Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Zoe first revealed she was engaged in 2018 during an interview with Rolling Stone. And many people were wishing Missy Elliott a happy birthday on Monday, July 1st, including her fellow hip-hop musician, Nas. But what made the rapper birthday tribute post to the FEMC Extra Special was the fact that he posted on Instagram a rare picture of him, Missy, and Aaliyah posing together at a party. Now, besides her birthday, Missy had another thing to celebrate because she became the first female hip-hop music musician to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And even though Lala Anthony's birthday has passed a few days ago, that didn't stop her from celebrating the occasion with her friends at Premier Nightclub at the Bugatti Atlantic City in New Jersey over the weekend. However, one thing that's worth mentioning, mentioning is the fact that her husband, Carmelo Anthony, was nowhere to be seen at the bash. Despite that the power actress appeared to be in high spirits and was all smiles as she mingled with her pals during the party, for the occasion she looked really stunning, as she always does, you know. She, you know, she always looked great. Considering the ongoing cheating rumors surrounding Carmelo, his absence from the bash surely made people speculate that there was really a trouble in paradise. Now, the basketball player was recently seen enjoying a yacht ride in France with a mystery woman who later identified as model Sarah Smeary. And although Carmelo insisted at the time that the woman was who the woman who was with him is married. Sarah, in fact, is not. Now, Lala herself appeared to confirm the cheating rumors by posting on Instagram, uh, her Instagram story, a picture of a knife stabbing a heart as blood dripped from it. She deleted her post shortly afterwards. Now, recently, Us Weekly reported that Lala and Carmelo marriage is strained following the cheating scandal. The inside went on saying that the Atlanta, the ATL actress was seeking therapy on her own to work through her trust issues to figure out her marriage. Now, this part I find hard to believe. I've, I had the privilege to meet Lala Anthony in person uh, last December uh, she was in New York promoting her new holiday clothing line, her ho- holiday collection. And, you know, she was there with her glam squad, her close friends, her son was even there. And she looked like she was in good spirits, you know. But she's so busy that I really don't think she has time to dwell on um, being sad or, you know, wondering, you know, what's going on with Carmelo and you know because she has a son still to raise and you know she's still doing acting gigs she's uh, again she has a clothing line at one time she had a makeup line so I I doubt she is uh, you know being in you know just being down in the dumps I think she just don't have time to even worry about that kind of thing. You know, you got to always stay busy, you know. Um, uh, Heidi Montag, father, William Montag, 
has quietly admitted to his wrongdoing after he was arrested by Aspen police for, get this, for child sexual abuse and incest four years ago. The 72-year-old uh, former youth ski instructor pleaded guilty to child abuse a year after he initially pleaded not guilty to sexual assault on a child and aggravated incest. Now, according to the documents from the 18th Judicial District in Abrajo County, Colorado, attained by Radar Online, William later changed his tune and pleaded guilty to a felony charge of child abuse knowingly reckless on August 5, 2016. He, however, managed to avoid jail time and was sentenced to four years of probation. Now, the woman first came forward with the allegation against William, a.k.a. Bill, in January of 2015. She details years of sexual abuse by William, claiming that it began in 1993 when she was 13 and continued until she turned 17. The woman claimed William abused her on more than 50 occasions. The alleged victim additionally said she suffered from substance abuse in later years and even attempted suicide. Now, William initially denied the, women's, the woman's allegations, stating that, quote, this is what he said, I'm not admitting to anything I didn't do. He also allegedly said that she was, quote, half nuts and said, also said, quote, has a lot of mental problems. Now, Heidi and her husband, Spencer Pratt, reportedly also believe that her father was not guilty. Now, sources told TMZ at the time that the alleged victim could not be trusted and that the accuser was determined to destroy the family. The accuser allegedly stalked Heidi and Spencer at various public appearances to the point security had to remove her. Heidi and her husband believe her father will be exonerated. Wow. And Orange is the New Black star Daniel Brooks is pregnant. The actress has revealed she is five months along with her first child after posting a picture of herself holding her belly and a pregnancy kit on social media. She writes, quote, so elated to finally share the news with you all. I'm happily pregnant. When one chapter ends, when one chapter ends, another begins. Super excited to share with you my new beginning, counting my blessings, unquote. The actress has yet to name the father of her child, but she recently posted some vacation snaps of herself kissing a man believed to be her longtime boyfriend. The seventh and final season of Brooks' acclaimed prison drama will be released via Netflix on July 26th. Right now, we have here uh, 26 minutes after the hour. Coming up in the next half hour, I'm going to give you the latest on um, Terry Crews. Apparently, he had a sit-down with uh, Watch What Happened Live host, Andy Cohen, uh, where he talked about there might be a White Chick sequels in the works. I'll tell you the latest. And Miles Teller and Harry Styles, they are, are reportedly competing to play Elvis Presley in a new upcoming rock biopic. And there's a, a, the search for the part of Catwoman in Matt Reeves' The Batman. Well, they don't have to look no further because the search is over. I'll tell you who the actress is. And Jamie Bell, Adele, Lady Gaga, and Black Panther star Letitia Wright are just some of the new members of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Science. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
The number one source for entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Kim Petras in Sweet Spot. Before I went to the music break, I was telling you about there might be a sequel in the works to White Chicks. According to actor Terry Crews, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine star opened up about the hit 2004 comedy during an appearance on Watch What Happened Live. And when he was asked by host Andy Cohen if he heard anything about a sequel, Crews confessed there is one in development. Sean Wayans and his brother Marlon Wayans starred in and co-wrote the film, which also featured Busy Phillips. Marlon Wayne previously discussed a possible sequel during an appearance on MTV TRL, stating, quote, there have been some rumbling happening, and a lot of people want us to do it. So me and my brothers have been talking, unquote. In April, Phillips staged a mini White Chicks reunion on her talk show, Busy Tonight, recruiting co-star Jamie King, Brittany Daniels, and Jessica Kofel to recreate a dance scene from the film. And Miles Taylor and Harry Styles are reportedly competing to play Elvis Presley in Boz Lerman's upcoming rock biopic. 
the whiplash actor and the Sign of the Times singer Armand Fadion stars who have been asked to screen test for the movie, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Baby Driver star Ansel Eggart and Aaron Taylor Johnson and the Shannara Chronicles actor Austin Butler are also reportedly in the runnings for the part. Tom Hanks is already signed on to play Elvis controlling manager Colonel Tom Parker in the movie, which will focus on the blue suede shoes hitmaker rise to becoming Muse's biggest star as well as his relationship with Parker. Born in the Netherlands as uh, Andreas Cornelis von Kutsch, Parker notoriously controlled every aspect of Elvis' career and never allowed him to tour outside the U.S. as he would not have been able to follow his clients due to his lack of a passport. He discovered the singer as an unknown and helped him ink his first record deal and pursue a successful acting career. However, their relationship later became strained as Elvis battled drugs and weight problems before his death at just 42 in 1977. According to the Hollywood Reporter, an announcement on who will play Elvis is expected later this month. And the search for the part of Catwoman in Matt Reeves' The Batman is far from being over, as another actress has been thrown in contention. Rumor has it that Vanessa Kirby is being considered to portray Selena Kyle in the upcoming solo movie. Now, according to Geek Worldwide, which first reported the news, director Reeves is looking at the British actress as one contender for the role. Should the report be true, she is competing against the likes of Vanessa Hutchins, uh, Chloe Moritz, Kristen Stewart, Aubrey Plaza, and Jodie Comer for the coveted gig. Kirby is best known for portraying Princess Margaret on Netflix's critical acclaimed series The Crown. She won BAFTA Award for Best Actress in a Supporting Role in a Television Series and received a nomination for the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series in 2018 for her role on the Royal Drama Series. She landed a role as White Widow in the 2018 Mission Impossible Fallout and will next be seen in Universal Tenpole movie Fast and Furious present Hobbs and Shaw, which is due out on August 2nd here in the United States. And as for Reeves, the Batman, it has uh, tapped Robert Pattinson as the title character. The movie will focus on younger Bruce Wayne than he was in previous movies. Filming is expected to begin in London this fall for a summer 2021 release. It's reported that Richard E. Grant is cast as Bruce Wayne Butler, Alfred Pennyworth, while Jason Clark and Carrie Russell will play Thomas and Martha Wayne, respectively. Additionally, Toby Kebbell is said to star as Scarecrow, with Theo Rossi portraying Bane. And Jamie Bell, Adele, Lady Gaga, and Black Panther star Letitia Wright, Winston Duke, and Sterling K. Brown have been invited to become new members of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences. They have joined a class of 842 new members who would have, have a vote on the film stars and crews who will be up for Oscars next year in 2020. In an ongoing effort to make the Academy more diverse, 50% of the new members are women and 29% are people of color. Meanwhile, 21 are Oscar winners and 82 are past nominees. The class of 2019 also includes Gemma Chan, Claire Foy, Spider-Man Tom Holland, and fellow Brit Tom Hollander, Damian Lewis, Elizabeth Moss, Alexander Skarsgård, 
Annie Lennox, Mark Ronson, and filmmaker Jonathan M. Chu, and Phil Lord, and Christopher Miller. Comedy, uh, well, actress and comedian Melissa McCarthy is in talk to embrace her dark side as Ursula in the live-action adaptation of The Little Mermaid. The Bridemaid star is still in the early stage of negotiations for Trey the Sea Witch in the remake of the beloved animated Disney movie, which will be directed by Mary Poppins' return filmmaker Rob Marshall, and this is according to Variety. Further casting details have yet to be revealed, but Spider-Man homecoming actress Zendaya Coleman was previously rumored to have been approached to play the Tyler character Ariel. Now, composer and songwriter Alan Menken, who wrote the music for the 1989 film, will return to create some new tunes for the project with Lin-Manuel Miranda, who will also serve as a producer alongside Marshall. The new version of The Little Mermaid, inspired by the Hans Christian Andersen story of the same name, is expected to move into production early next year. And a North Carolina limo chauffeur is filing a lawsuit against the Real Housewives of Atlanta production company, True Entertainment, and two former uh, associates of cast members for alleged physical assault. Those are uh, Kenya Moore, ex-Matt, uh, her ex, Matt Jordan, and Cynthia, Cynthia Bailey's ex-husband, Peter Thompson, Thomas. Uh, according to Bossup, Anthony T. Green is seeking at least 25000 from all three parties for failing to intervene when Jordan reportedly assaulted him at Thomas Nightclub opening. He is suing for assault and battery and gross negligence. He also claimed that show honcho should have protected him from Jordan's attack because they knew he was dangerous. Now, in the court document, Green details the incident stating that he was hired back in 2016 to drive the Real Housewives of Atlanta star and her then-boyfriend around Charlotte, North Carolina, when she prepared to host the grand opening of Thomas Club One. Now, things went smoothly until Jordan made more upset prompting her to persuade Thomas to cancel Jordan's ticket to travel to the event at the last minute. Jordan was unaware of it, and he just learned about it until he arrived at the airport. Furious, Jordan allegedly got to Charlotte by driving from Atlanta to confront Moore. Green went on saying that Jordan came when he and Moore waited inside the car at the Club One parking lot. It was said that he blocked the vehicle from leaving before reaching inside and opened the door to struck him in the head, and Green claimed he was shocked he was shocked and hurt. But the show producers talked him out of calling the police, and he reluctantly agreed to go back to work. When he went to the hospital the next day, he was diagnosed with a concussion, and additionally, he stated in his complaint that he suffered mental anguish, uh, humiliation, and emotional stress so severe that he had to seek psychiatric treatment. He is suing to the sum of $25,000 as well as demands additionally exemplary damages and funds to pay his attorney fees. None of the parties involved have responded to Green's suit. And Sarah Jessica Parker TV series Divorce will end after its current sixth episode run, the third season of the show in which she and Thomas Hayden Church play a strange couple, Francis and Robert Dufres, uh, just friends. Uh, it began on Monday night, and now uh, Parker has confirmed there won't be a fourth season series. Um, 
Parker did add that between scheduling and complicated lives and actors, it was a conflict of things that came together that helped them decide that the sixth episode was something they wanted to do, and they felt confident that they could achieve what they were all hoping for for this final look at uh, the lives of Francis and Robert. Alice Cooper has signed on to join Disney's favorite character in a new animated children's show. The Rocket will voice the character of Alistair Coop DeVille in a new series, Mickey and the Roaster Racers. Cooper can't wait for kids to see the characters, telling Entertainment Weekly that animators have given Coop DeVille some odd characteristics linked to the School Out Star stage show. Alice's episode in which his character joined Goofy and Donald Duck on a hunt for lost treasure will air on the Disney Channel on July 5th. And Jamie Lynn Spears is returning to her acting roots in the upcoming TV adaptation of Sweet Magnolias. Britney Spears' little sister hasn't flexed her acting muscles since her Nickelodeon show Zoe 101 ended in 2008, instead taking a career hiatus to raise her first child before returning to the spotlight in 2013 when she launched herself as a country singer. However, the 28-year-old is now gearing up for her small screen return after joining the cast of the new Netflix project. She will star alongside American Pie Chris Kine and Grey's Anatomy actor uh, Justin Boonin, alongside the show lead played by Monica Potter, Brooke Elliott, and Heather Healy, and this is all reported from Deadline.com. And... Uh, Miley Cyrus, she has shared her support for Little Nas X after the show came after the star came out as gay. The 20-year-old rapper marked the end of Pride Month on Sunday, June 30th, by encouraging fans on Twitter to listen closely to the lyrics of his new song "Closure You Like." In a post, the star shared the cover artwork for the release alongside another image zoomed in on one of the buildings in the snap, which feature rainbow-colored lights. And after he opened up to fans, Miley, whose father, Billy Ray Cyrus, teamed up with the rapper for his smash hit Old Town Road, took to social media to show love and support for the star. Miley, Nas, and Billy Ray teamed up for a superstar collaboration during the We Can't Stop Singer set at uh, Glastonbury on Sunday, June 30th. After the 26-year-old performed her track party in the USA, she was joined on stage by the hitmaker duo for the rendition of Old Town, uh, Old Town Road and Nas' hit Panini. Panini. Right now we have uh, 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. I'm 
Yeah, that was new music from uh, Khalid in My Bad. Uh, I like I like him. He's a, he's one of the best singers out here. Um, he's just burning up the charts. Uh, make sure you get his album, Free Spirit. Uh, before we went to the music break, um, I was going to tell you about uh, Kylie uh, Montague. Um, I don't know if you guys remember her. She's a British singer, and um, she was bad. She was she had a, a very um, successful singing career, uh, but she had to put a pause on her career because she found out she was diagnosed uh, with breast cancer. But she um, she fought back tears this past Sunday when she made her solo debut at Britain's uh, Glastonbury Festival. And we're talking about 14 years after her cancer forced her to pull out of her uh, headlining slot. The pop icon had recently been due to dazzling fans on the Somerset event main pyramid stage back in 2005, but she was robbed of the big gig as she was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 36. However, Kylie was finally able to live out her Glastonbury dream this weekend as she made her long-delayed return to the festival bill, taking over the Legend Afternoon slot with a hit-packed performance. She belted out classes including spinning around, especially for you, kids shock, better the devil you know, and I should be so lucky. The triumphant set took an emotional turn as Kylie addressed her absence from the Worthy Farm Festival 14 years ago. The huge crowd then began chanting her name, reducing Kylie to tears as she recalled how she had been miserable watching the 2005 festival from afar. And, you know, she was so welcome with so much open arms that when she was singing a lot of her old hits, she didn't even get the chance to sing. The, 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 the crowd just knew word for word all her hits. So that made her really feel, feel right at home. And it should, you know, for someone to be gone due to an illness and come back and people are just singing her songs like they just came out yesterday must have felt, felt really good for her. So I'm glad to hear that she's back. I'm glad to hear that she's doing well. And uh, let's see here. We got, uh, you know, we were talking about Little Nas X earlier. Um, he's doing very well himself. Um, he has set a new U.S. chart record after earning his 13th week atop the single countdown. Now, the newcomer Old Town Road collaboration with country music veteran Billy Ray Cyrus now uh, boasts the title of the long-running number one by a hip-hop artist in Billboard Hot 100 history, surpassing the 12 weeks with Khalifa and Charlie Puth, See You Again, spent in first place in 2015. The Black Eyed Peas and Eminem also racked up 12 weeks at the top with their respective hits, Boom Boom Pow in 2009 and Lose Yourself in 2002 and 2003. Old Town Road's only the 12th song ever to leave the Hot 100 for at least 13 weeks and the first since Louis Fonsi, Daddy Yankee, and Justin Bieber Despacito ruled the charge for 16 weeks in 2017. And for the last remaining show of uh, story of the day, Madonna became a radio host this week. That's right. With the debut of her own exclusive 
Sirius XM channel. The 60-year-old superstar announced a new venture on Friday, June 28, two weeks after the launch of her new album, Madam X. The channel, which is also called Madam X, will feature behind-the-scenes stories about the making of Madonna's project and some of her classic songs. Madam X debut atop American Billboard 200 chart, becoming Madonna's ninth number one album here in the U.S. And speaking of the U.S., July 4th is Independence Day here in the United States, what we call America's birthday. Everyone across America will be celebrating the nation's birthday with cookouts, get-togethers, music, singing, dancing, and, of course, fireworks. I know here in New York City, Macy's put on a uh, elaborate fireworks show here in, um, in the East River. I think it's in the East River this year because every year they alternate. Some One year is at the East River, the next year is in the Hudson River. So there's going to be a lot of people celebrating tomorrow. And uh, I hope you have a great Fourth of July as well. Enjoy your holiday. Uh, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. Uh, you've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Give. Have a great week. Have a safe holiday, and uh, don't do anything that I wouldn't do. (laughs) Enjoy it. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.